But yeah, Rana, she, I think she's got the most uh, fluctuating quality of everybody so far. Because this movie, this movie reminds me of Delivering Milo. So I understand that you're experiencing a few contractions. It's like questionably religious, <laughs> incredibly toothless, and like, it's just like, what would you even call this? Like a drama? I mean, I think, a romantic? They, I, I think they're considering it a comedy. Boy, Lord help them. I'm Jules. Uh, I'm Jason. And we, we doing, doing filmographies. On today's uh, chat jaw session, we got uh, Rada Mitchell. Cowboys Bangles from the year 2000. Boy is a guy. He wants to be a cowboy man. The movie. That's your synopsis right there. That's great. You should start writing your own. I think that'd be delightful. Do you think that other Cowboys and Angels is much better? Well, it's an ampersand. It's not. No, no, it's not an ampersand. It's an N with a with a, um, a, a apostrophe. Well, there's a lot of them. There is. The lawyer in his thirties, named Danny, still dreams about becoming a cowboy when his fiance leaves him on the eve of their wedding ceremony. Fortunately for him, not one but two contrasting girls appear on his life, on his life, the bubbly JoJo and the more traditional Candace. But who will win out? All right. Thanks, Kevin underscore blaze at hotmail.com. So, yeah, this is uh, PG 2000, hour and 37 minutes. I don't got a lot for this one. It's long, man. It's a lot. Oh, you, you do have some information about it? Tiny amount. No idea what the budget is. 50 bucks. I mean, honestly, this seems like it's okay. The, the uh, opening weekend U.S. and Canadian gross $6,328. The domestic gross in general. Thirty-three thousand nine forty-one. You say it made $6,000 in two separate countries? Opening? U.S. and Canada. Opening weekend. Yeah. Well, how many theaters do you think of it? It's probably in a... I mean... That's no. a very good question. I mean... Could be like one. 30. No, I think it's, it's at least two. Okay, let's see here. What did I say? $6,300? Let's just go with that, right? You divide it by like $6 and see how many tickets are sold and try to figure out how many seats each theater. 2000 you think? Movie, movie tickets were $6? I mean, you blew my fucking mind when you told me you paid eighteen dollars a ticket to see Smile. Let's let's go with let's go with nine dollars. That sounds like in a, the year two thousand for a ma- an evening show. at your well, it's probably not a, like a multi. Well, maybe it is at a multi. I don't know. If we're talking about six dollars, that's this would be like on one screen in Edina would be the one place in Minnesota. Yeah, let's say you can have a hundred people. Yeah, probably about ten ten cinemas. Things like that. One of them was probably a Texas Roadhouse because the owners incredibly religious can we i'd like to start with the music the music is unbelievably bad no you can't start with the music you can't no first off i I didn't i didn't go through the rest of my spiel oh i'm sorry please do tell it was directed by gregory c haynes it's also written by him yeah as far as i can tell he wrote a movie that actually was a movie called the fly boys oh he wrote fly boys Mm mm-hmm the Fly Boys. Is it about the Black Pilots? No. He's done a bunch of shorts that he wrote and directed as well. I think this is the only like movie, quote-unquote, that he wrote and directed. But he was an assistant to Mr. Fishburne on the movie Contagion. Yeah, I saw that come up and I was like, oh, he wrote Contagion? Me too. No, he did never write Contagion. It was produced by a company called Smokin' Dogs. Which this was the only thing that company had done. Like the poker playing dogs? It was also filmed entirely in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Sure. Which 
kind of gives it some Mormon vibes. It's very white bread, but also he's got two ladies. And uh, of course, we got Rada Mitchell in it. She plays Jojo. I don't know. Is it Danny Treese? Oh, I'm sorry. Adam Treese. He plays Danny. Adam Treese? He's in 37 movies, one of which is Illtown. I saw several of his early movies. Illtown, he was the underneath. Is that a Soderbergh movie? Barely Soderbergh? At the underneath? Yeah. I don't know. Palookaville? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. That's what... Oh, he's also in that as uh, a clean shaven. Is that it, or what? What is that early one? And no, he is in uh, Forty Days and Forty Nights with our boy. Well, that's when he's picked up a little bit, Josh Hartnett. Mm-hmm. I needed you to say it. Yeah, I was asking Jenny. I was like, "Do you find him handsome, or do you find him creepy?" And she's like, "A little bit of both, but more creepy than handsome." He's very creepy in in this film. I said, "I think it's his eyes." He's Kind of got dead eyes. Uh, no offense to the podcast, mm-hmm. on a rat lift, which is wonderful. I feel like uh, he seems almost like an android. He's very handsome, but like he, he seems like he'd be a killer robot. He's a real David Schwimmer type. He's much better looking than David Schwimmer. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's still. I mean, David Schwimmer, man, he's he's got dead eyes too. You think he's got dead eyes? I think that boy hides some severe horrors. I think that Schwimmer, Schwimmer was like a trained theater actor who ended up on Friends where he didn't want to be mm-hmm. and he didn't get to have the career he wanted to have, but you know, he made a some money. He's done a lot of directing. Yeah. He's, he, what is that? There's that one where he's an alcoholic that's really good. I remember him. Oh, I don't know that. Years. I like David Schwimmer. I got no beef with Schwimmer. I like Schwimmer. No, I, I have no beef. Why are you talking shit about my buddy? I have no beef with Schwimmer. him. I like him. I wish he was in more. Adam Treese also played detective number one in, in Zodiac. So, uh, Mia Kirshner. Oh, yeah. Wait, I have a note about that. Mia Kirshner? Mia Kirshner. Jules, 24. Is that what you knew her from? A couple of things, but that, yes. And I say, not another teen movie, The L Word for Jason. I first, I think, concrete aware of her in The Crow City of Angels. Because she plays an older Sarah from The Crow 1. They make you fart big time. Thereafter, yeah, it was probably 24, because she was like a hot little number back in the day. That was like what they called her. And she didn't really blow up or pop. She did all right, though. She, she did all right. Her being in none of the teen movie and being gorgeous in that. I wish a guy would take a dump on my chest. But then she's in the L word and she's good in that. I, you know, I watched, I watched the whole L. She's the queen. And we're rocking it. Oh, the whole series? She was the queen vampire in 30 Days a Night. Two dark days. Yeah, okay, so her career is not so good. She was also the prostitute in Defiance, the TV show, sci-fi TV show that also had a video game. I was going to ask you if it's the Daniel Craig movie. (laughs) So that's all I got. So the movie starts. Back to your original question slash supposition, starting with the music. Statement, it's awful. You have to start with the fact that it it looks like, I don't know, what what did they do? Pump the saturation up to a thousand? Oh, for that sequence? That's then I saw that in the field. I said, oh, no. That's that's when I texted you that this is clearly the worst movie we have covered. This is like a Zales commercial. Yeah. It's, it's a creamy portrait-looking yeah, shot. Yeah, it's like super red. The sky is super blue. It's like that um, Smashing Pumpkins video where they're on the ice cream truck. So, yes, creamy, awful... Just, yeah. Video memories? Making your eyes. Is it memories? Is that what we're seeing? Those it's cups? gotta be. Yeah. It's gotta be. Or just some sort of a weird fantasy summation of this character's 
romantic life. And the music is very reminiscent of Enigma's Return to Innocence. Like, that's the soundtrack for this movie. Yeah, it, it's silly, you know? You would not play it. Why would this music be in this movie? It makes me think that whoever makes the music is related to the person that wrote and directed it, or he made the shitty music. It's so every time a song kicks in, I'm just like, fuck, for real? It also feels like a young boy's fantasy. Getting two hot chicks? Well, I've got a job, but I just want to be a cowboy. But, but yeah, he, he was with his high school sweetheart, and she wronged him. And then he meets a pixie named Jojo and a cowgirl. I, Who gives him his cowboy life? Yes, I, I. So I immediately was like, "Okay, worst movie in the world." Mm-hmm. And then we actually get to the real world where he's at his friend's wedding. And I was like, oh, "It's actually pretty okay." I was actually into the movie. It's okay. At that moment it, when again, it feels like we're in the opening dialogue section of a Blink One Eighty Two video. Sure, you're just waiting for Travis Barker to pull up and do something, and the music kicks. And he, he realizes, or we realize, Adam Treese is in the church he was supposed to get married at. Yeah, he's like, mm-hmm. there flashbacks to his uh, wife, future wife that left him and never was. And then we get the bartender, Freddie. I fucking love Freddie the bartender. Do we know who I, this guy is? I mean, I look you know him, right? I mean, like 30 things. No, I've never seen him. Anymore. I couldn't I find who he was on IMDb listings for this. Freddie. It's Freddy. It doesn't... There's oh, no is picture, it? but it's, it's Freddy. Oh, because that's probably the reason, because I didn't realize he had a name. I was looking up taxi driver, grocery clerk, bartender. No, he says in the beginning, the guy's like, what's your name? Freddy. It's oh, okay. Relevant. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of the best scenes in the movie when the guy's like a total dick to Freddy. Make the drink stronger. Freddy gives him a fucking glass of vodka. And it, the girl, the, the that asshole was trying to romance, you could tell she was like, disgusted yet she still goes with him i thought she was gonna get on freddy i liked it when freddy gave him all that liquor and i was like we're gonna see him too drunk later and then you do and freddy also takes a shot himself yeah because he can't stand people yeah he's got that he's delivering monologues about how he hates his job and everybody's a piece of shit Mm -hmm. and then up comes a piece of shit so they get married and then they're at the reception and that's where rob mitchell makes her appearance jojo she's cute she's fun she's cute she's bubbly she is calling him out left and right, just like, you're a loser. Definitely not over her, are you? You don't like weddings and who broke your heart and all this shit. Every girl's been talking to you and all you talk about is the girl that broke up with you. But I'm sorry. Who she knows. Yeah. It comes to terms. When you say terms, it comes yeah. to turn out. Yeah, she knows everything about everyone. She's like, I knew your girlfriend. I met, maybe she didn't meet him, but she goes also. Pamela and Carl were seeing each other the whole time that you guys were a couple. I hate this movie. Can I tell you right now? Mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it a lot. It's dreadful. It's depressingly watchable. I, yeah, you know, for the first half hour, I was like, well, this isn't great, but it's got a little bit of a personality. It's not as bad as it should be. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of into it. And then my son woke up screaming and I had to help him get back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Or no, he came downstairs and he wouldn't go back up. And I was like, I'll lay with you for a little bit. He was like, okay. And so I laid there for a half hour, fell asleep a little bit, came back down here, tried to watch the rest of it, hated it for about 40 minutes, gave up, went to bed. The way it looks reminds me of The Room. Oh, hi, You're bringing up The Room a lot lately. Where, I don't know, with, like... With Brie Larson and Jacob Tremblay? Room. Yeah. Of course. Is there a... Oh, did I say The Room? Yeah, you did. I, it's just... No, why would... Yeah, why would I call it The Room? So he dances with Rada, and... Uh, he reveals that she goes to weddings whenever there's a wedding. Yeah, she, well, she, she lets him... She doesn't know anybody. She lets him crash on her couch. 
the next day. And he wakes up to Tylenol and a glass of water? She's reading newspaper, and she's like, wedding. And we just see a series of them going, a montage series of them going to weddings. And it's a little dumb. One of them is a, a predominantly black wedding. The wedding well, exclusively. Well, and he's all like, I don't feel comfortable. This is, they're going to, this isn't right. And she's just like, why? Well, look at me. She's like, no, you look fine. The cowboy boots are great. Come on. <laughs> like, they can't know a white guy? Are you here for the bride or the groom? Uh, both. I mean, honestly, though, if they're um, doing their vows and they glance out and there's one white couple there, they're going to be like, what? Eventually, word's going to get around. Somebody's going to say, hey, who's that? Or, hey, who's that? And eventually, they're going to run out of people to ask. You know what's a better version of this movie? Wedding crashers? Wedding crashers. <laughs> so, throughout all of this, they're not romantic. Yeah, what? And but but he she does eventually he, he does eventually say to her, I loves you. You know, he kisses on her. And they go out to a country line dance. And she's all of a sudden verklempt. She seems flustered, like she's gonna faint. And he goes like he's got his cowboy hat on. I fucking hate this movie. Does it even make sense? Does this movie make sense? No. So basically she's like, look. I can't be with you. Yeah, I was very unclear on what this happened. What happened because I, I thought, I was like, oh, she's going to reveal that she's an angel, and that's why she can't be with him. Oh. And then when she doesn't reveal that she's an angel, I was like, wait, what? what is the reason? Why can't they be together? There was no reason. <laughs> oh, okay. So I didn't miss anything. I thought, one, um, we we're going to go down a walk to remember territory with my boy, Shane West, and Mandy Moore. I thought it was going to be, she's dying. I, I said, is Robin an angel? I thought it was going to be that she's not an angel, but is in fact dying. Or had, like, surgery and can't have sex. Like, they, they sewed it shut? No, like, I don't know. They removed something, or I don't know. I have watched Dating Angels movies before. Date with an Angel, 1987. That's mm-hmm. what I wrote down. And then I wrote down, also, how do you talk to an angel? 1992. I was really... Also... Very suspicious. Waking the dead. I mean, she's like, kind of angel. She's a hallucination. Same thing. Because even, this is, oh, this gets really weird. First off, that's a, a, a misleading title because there's only one angel. I mean, there's two angels, but there's only one that he's dating. And there's only one cowboy, too. And. It's, cow, it's not cowboy yes. and angel. It's nope. cowboys and angels. If it was cowboy and angels, you could argue that she's his angel, the real, the, the Mia Kirshner. Why don't they, they should, it should be called Dick Lasso. It should be called Don't Watch This Movie. <laughs> so she leaves him, right? And he's bumming now. No. That stupid hat she wears, too. You know what happens? Yeah. Think about that stupid hat. You look dumb in that, Rob. Super dumb. You're a nice-looking lady. That's mm-hmm. a stupid hat. What happens, at, so he she leaves him, and he just gets hammered at that rodeo club. And, yeah, Mishner <laughs> discovers him lying on the ground with his head against the telephone pole. I liked that. He enjoyed that drunk and, and laying on the ground. And so she comes up. She's silhouetted by the street lamp. Hi. She goes, hey, mister, you got a jumper? Cable? We need you to jump our car. And he goes, no, miss, I don't. She goes, well, you can come with us. We can give you a ride. I don't know. Maybe you want to catch a ride with us? No, I have a taxi. It's coming. Lady friend. And she goes, oh, okay. We'll see you later. So she goes and walks away. Go back to her car with her sister, I think it is. Isn't her sister? I think so. Hood's open. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and all of a sudden, uh, a group of rednecks pull up in a really big truck. Nice guy, nice guys. You can tell right away. You're like, oh, hey, some also nice guys, just like our buddy uh, 
Danny Treese. It looks like they had just come from using an unwitting participant to prove that one of their friends is a racist at gunpoint. It's a Monument Avenue reference, everybody. And then flashback to number five in the Billy Crudup run. Yep. We'll wait in real time while you go watch it. You watch the movie and then you listen to the podcast. Thank you for investing five hours in, in us. Yeah. So they're like, hey, girls, we are bad dudes. Yeah. Do you like our bad energy right away? Yeah. Now they are helping them. Yeah. You know. Do they end up actually jumping the car, though? The cables are attached, and he has to lift it so she can go under to go in and try to start the car. It's quite evident that, in return, you know, they want... They all about that nookie. What's the end game here with, uh... I mean, are they gonna just, like, rape them out in this parking lot? I mean, Sally Fields. Throw them in the car? Sally Fields? Mm Mm-hmm. Why are you throwing Sally Fields in here? She got raped in that bar. Talking about, uh... Not Sally. What is her name from South of Williams? Jody Foster. Jody Foster. Is it the accused? Maybe. That's what. That's oh, is Sally Fields in the movie where she has sex with a ghost? Was she being raped by a ghost? What? This <laughs> is a movie where a lady is being raped by a ghost. And it's supposed to be based on a true story. Oh, I think I've actually heard this. Um, no, I don't think that's Sally Fields. So he gets his he gets his cab, and we see Terry. Freddie again? I was excited. I was like, oh, Freddie's a cab driver now. I'm like, okay, I see what's happening here. I like it. I thought Freddie was the devil. I, was, I wrote this down. Is Freddie the devil? I was expecting him to be the director. And he goes, hey, wait a second, mister. Um, those girls are in trouble. I might need your help. Man. And Freddie's like, what? Well, there's uh, four of them and only one of me. I don't know if I can take them all. He goes, well, good luck. I mean, you can go over there and play with your old cowboy friends, but the cab leaves, okay? I mean, they don't pay me enough for that. And so he walks up. Uh, and goes, all right, fellas, you know, cut the shenanigans and, or what? You know, and be a good time to just take out a knife and start stabbing all the bad guys in the neck. Remember, you wanted this. I was actually, I saved him yeah, for sure. I was, I was kind of hoping he would do more than just punch the, the first guy. Yeah, I thought maybe he'd take them all, but you know, he was, uh, passed out laying on the ground, basically. Sure, but you gotta know, once you hit that first guy, that punch needs to put him down. Yeah. If this was Jack Reacher, he probably would have kicked that guy in the kneecap and broke his legs. Live it the other way. So he's just out of the fight. Okay. Now we know who's who. Then you turn around and you start throat chopping, yep. eye gouging. Get the eyes. And nut kicking. Don't, you know, don't overlook the nuts. No. Get my nuts! Get my nuts! Right? Any good uh, relationship requires proper... Tension babe to the scrotal area. Yeah, I don't I don't care about these uh bro code rules. But these guys beat him up. Yeah, beat the shit out of him. And like one guy's kicking him in the gut while the other guy's kicking him in the upper back. They're really shrimping him, you know? Well at least they're not kicking him in the head because that's how you die. Yeah, boy. And and, and so they, they get out of there because two more guys come up. Oh yeah, how about that shot of what two guys coming out? It's like, oh fuck. Is is these like a uh, I don't I don't What if they would have been those guys' friends? So he wakes up. He's not like two hardcore wrestlers coming out of there. They're, it's a fuzzy shot, but they're just like marching yeah. towards the camera. Do you remember like their shadows? Man, these guys mean business. Uh, so Adam Treese wakes up in the hospital. Mia Kirshner's with him. He didn't look too bad, but she's like, yeah, he's like, oh. a couple bandits. Yeah, they busted you up pretty good. She said, I thought you were going to die. He literally saved our lives. And her boyfriend comes in. He's like, and it's like, yeah, fuck this. What's this, babe? What are we doing here? You know, and we're talking to this guy. Oh, thanks for saving my girl or whatever. You're supposed to like me. Yeah. Let's get out of here. What are you doing? Can I nurse you back to health? Should I sleep in the chair and watch you? 
overnight? And he's like, babe, that's stupid. Let's go. Thanks. And then they leave. And he then dreams about kissing one of them. Or maybe it's his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend. Do you remember? No. He wakes up because the nurse is like, sir, because he's got his hand around the back of the nurse's head. Yeah. Good thing that's all he grabbed. This isn't the 70s and all that jazz. So he, he goes, oh, okay. And he goes back to living his life. I think, God damn it. Is this when he goes to talk to his sister about how yes. her husband has been, uh, was banging his, his fiance for years? And she isn't the only one. What is up with his sister where he's like, he reveals it, but he doesn't like say the name. Yeah. I'm like, I know. I know everything. I know so much more than you think I know. I thought she was under the impression he was talking about something else. Yeah. Right? Because he doesn't say, hey, your husband. husband was fucking my fiance. Yeah. And she's just like, I know. But why is she such a shitty sister? She never said anything to him. This says a lot about you, shitty sister. Right. And not only that, but why are you settling? She's like, you just gotta. I'm like, what agenda is this movie pushing? Is he like the head lawyer at the law firm? He doesn't appear to be. Because he works with the husband. And that's how he finds out. He comes in and there's a chick on the couch. And his door is locked. And she's stuffing something in the couch. Dirty panties? Which Adam Treese even mentions. He's like, yeah, if I look in that sofa, I know what I'm going to find. Panties with a little bit of poop in them. Must be, yeah. She was embarrassed. Yep. So Gotta hide it. Hope nobody smells him. Yeah, so he confronts the dude. And the dude's just like, oh man, bro, you can tell my, my wife now. Does he confront him? Yeah, he's basically like the blurry section. Because he goes, I quit, dude. I can't work here. Because he got him that job, I think. He's like, are you going to go tell your sister, bruh? And he goes, that's all you're worried about, man? Covering your ass? What else would he be worried about? Yeah. You quit. Right. Are you going to implode his life? Like, guy wants to get some strain. They actually don't care that you quit. They only care about whether or not you're going to wrap me up. I'm just thinking about their relationship, like. Brother and sister? Yeah, well, no, and the husband. Like, because he was his best man. So they must have been friends, friends right? That's pretty dirty. They said they went to college together, but... I mean, if that was just a, a guy who did not sleep with his girlfriend, fiance, You wouldn't then, want him marrying your sister. Well, the guardians. when the sister is defensive, you can be like, you know what? I mean, I don't want to really get into your, like, sexual preferences and how you guys are working things out, like... Maybe you're fine with him fucking dicking all over town, and you like your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. He still gives it to you, and everything's comfortable. She's prego. She's prego. But he's a scumbag who was fucking your fiance, and your sister knew and never told you so. And knew and married him, and is not at all um, disturbed by the fact that he just mean to him. It's like fuck off. Yeah. What? Who? This is my fucking life. <laughs> How's it going to be when you don't know me, brother? <laughs> you know, and he, he bails out on there. Then he's at the store just moping. And it's like a real local grocery store. And he sees me at Krishna. It's a Fred Meyer. He goes, hey, girl. She's like, oh, my God. I think about you every minute of my life. Yeah, my boyfriend left. I'm really good looking. And I really want you because you're cute. And you saved my life. Yeah. And I got a dude ranch. I like I like watching guys get beat up for me. <laughs> and then like, you know, sleeping in their hospital rooms. Did you quit your job? Do you want to come scoop poop at the dude ranch? What does he do there? 
pretty much that. I don't think they really show. He's just like, yeah, I don't working hard all day. So yeah, I, she hasn't divulged yet that she works at the dude ranch, nor invited him. Does she own the dude ranch? Apparently, she. He goes, well, hey, why don't why don't you just come over for dinner? She's like, yeah, okay, cool. And uh, she shows up um, dressed to the nines. Her hair is fucking done up. She's got like a really nice gown on and, and shit. Spaghetti. And she goes, oh, I am really embarrassed because he's got a oh, t-shirt on. And, and he goes, well, why? She goes, well, obviously I'm fucking way overdressed. Would you just be like, yeah, but you look hot as shit. Yeah. Good job. And I like, because what I would have done is exactly what he did. He went in and he got a suit on. Oh. I think it's going to be his tux from the wedding. But uh, what do you think she expected? Candlelight. I can buy there for dinner, right? Yeah, but like, I don't really she was dressed like they were going to the opera. And she goes, why, who, who what is this? What are the, why, why are ladies on your wall? You have photos of ladies, of this lady on your wall. Why is that? That's my ex-girlfriend. So why, why is it still on your wall? I just haven't taken them down. All right. I bring girls over here, but I got my ex-girlfriend on the wall. Is that not cool? Man, this is like a blank section of my brain. He burns the food when he's getting the, getting dressed and so he's like well why don't we just go out she's like i would like that and they do and i think this does he look good in a suit it's it's really just a sport coat shirt and tie it's not even like a you know like a it's not like he went to the outfit so they're you know talking dinner he mentions that he didn't have a job and she invites him out to the dude ranch. He's like, I've always wanted to be a cowboy. This is amazing because I live in Salt Lake City and I was a lawyer and I have all this money banked because rent is $5 mm-hmm. a month here. And I voted to need a job. I voted for Mitt Romney. Me too. And and so he's out at the dude ranch. Dude ranching it up and they're blossoming. She calls him. He's laying in bed shirtless, like a Red Shoe Diary episode. And she's like, hey. And he's like, oh, hey, girl. And she's like, um, so like about tonight, like, I really like you. Oh no! I- Earnestness in this movie is quite bizarre. Yeah, I, I like I like you too. Is this some Christian shit? Is her mm-hmm. fucking putting all of her cards on the table and be like, "I want to marry you and I want to have children with you." Mm-hmm. And if that is not the thing you want to do, you need to tell me now. If you're the kind of man that would ever look at another woman, you need to tell me. I'm super fucking hot. But tell me now, yeah, this is where I had a, a, my revelation about this movie. Is this when you figured out it was a Christian movie? No, I mean it felt like that from the start. This is where <laughs> I never really got this vibe until like the last five minutes, but that's because probably the middle 40, I was like, oh, I was going. But I have to admit, I, I may have went for a snack or something at this point, right? Sure. Good look at my call. phone because I look up and he's in bed and he's shirtless. I know they just had some sort of interaction event together. Not they spent No, they spent time together. Yeah, what is it? And now he's in bed shirtless. And she's calling him. So I go, oh, I missed. They just had sex. I know, but he never has sex with these women? No. It's a very chaste movie. Yeah. And Smoking Dogs is probably <laughs> Mitt Romney's shadow company. He needed to uh, launder some of that Mormon money or whatever it is. So I'm like, oh, they just... Had sex. I want to like, cut my dick off and throw it at the screen. Mm-hmm. It's all got to be so blue. Yeah, does he even care about them? Because he's not fucking either of these ladies that seem like they should be good to go. Well, it's like, hey, let's just hang out. We're friends, right? Yeah. I so I have romantic feelings for you, but I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. So here we are where she's confessing her love for him. So when I went back expecting there to be lovemaking that I missed, and there wasn't any. I was like, this is really weird. I just want to know how you feel about 
tonight. What do you mean? Well, I don't know what I mean. I, I mean, I just, I just want to know how you feel. I feel good. You promise? Yeah, I promise. Danny, I don't, I don't want to get hurt again. You know, and if, if tonight was a mistake, it's cool. I just want you to tell me. It wasn't a mistake. You know, you, um, you mean a lot to me. You, you have this moment, like in high art, pre-coitus. Mm -hmm. When you're in the throes of passion, like, hey, by the way, look, I really like you, and I don't want to, you know, that's when you have that moment, if you're going to have it. What's luring Rod Mitchell into the script? And what is Adam Treese thinking? He's generally like a legendary creep in all these movies. He's I mean, it's got it. That's just it. I, it don't, I don't, is there a movie where I don't get my dick wet? A lot of money thrown around, I have to assume. To make these movies, because they're probably going to make bank. These are like Tyler Perry movies. They're specifically for a specific group of people who are all going to spend money to watch them. Obviously, dude, they made $6,000 opening weekend. This movie has money to burn. I mean, okay, just like delivering Milo, these movies are not religious enough to tap into the religious uh, market. They're a weird gateway for borderline on the fence seculars no yes this is the movie that a really religious girl or boy shows to their high school sweetheart to justify not having sex i date a religious girl we need to wait you can have sex with my butt and i can put your thing in my mouth <laughs> that's not sex but the vaginal area needs to be axed out so it's weird because then they just talk all night she's just outside you're outside yeah. With a blanket wrapped around her. Doesn't she tell him to go out on your roof? Hey, can you get up on your roof? And she goes, I'm going to let you know a little secret. I've been outside this whole time. And he's like, I don't know why that's a secret. <laughs> your phone doesn't work in your house. What the hell is wrong with you? You know? And and so she, yeah, she goes, can you go up to your roof? He's like, um, yeah. Do it. <laughs> and then like jump off for me <laughs> but like stay on the line <laughs> so they're in love you know and they go to a wedding for some someone and that legitimately was robert forrester working the barbecue that picture i said i don't remember this part at all i didn't either i was going through like the deep list trying to find who terry no <laughs> peter freddie who mr kruger was and I get to the very bottom and I go, Robert Forster, uncredited barbecue, man. I'm like, okay, IMDb, you will not get me this time. He's not pictures. That's him. Obfuscated by a billowing cloud of... Uh, there was like that ghost picture you took down here with the... No, there's like a very... It, like, there's a... Oh God, there's so many... in this? There are so many fades and like... He's dead. We can't even ask him. Is he dead? Oh, that's right. I killed him. Died not long after the fucking El Camino came out. Oh. The Breaking Brad movie with Jesse Pinkman? Uh-huh. to Jesse Pinkman. I didn't say, oh, that Pinkman. movie. I, I thought you were talking about El Torino. No, I'm talking about Jesse I'm Pinkman. Like, I guess he could be a racist. I made Jesse Pinkman. I got, I'm going to go. I never saw that, but I hear it's like 90 minutes of just crying. You know, he just legally changed his name to... Jesse Pinkman? <laughs> um, he changed Jesse Pinkman. Aaron Paul, you don't like this voice? I wish you could stop. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm laughing hard. We're losing the Breaking Bad crowd. And I see nobody else laughing. And I say, it is, it is not funny. I was just waiting to see where you Yeah. Where you were going to go with it and for how long? What about Aaron Paul? He changed his name to Justin Pinkman legally? Legally to Aaron Paul. Apparently that wasn't his oh. actual. It's like something Aaron Paul, Joseph Aaron Paul. Right. Okay. I think it's because he was a big fan of Mark Paul Gossler. Mm-hmm. 
they're dude ranching. They're in love. They're abstaining. It's, hey, you know what? This wasn't even work. I love being outside all day. Yeah. She's like, we probably shouldn't dry hump. He's like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> no. I'm glad you said that because I was nervous. Hey, we're here in Salt Lake City. Now, what I'd like to do is... uh I'm going to climb on top of you, put my penis in your vagina. I'm going to have sex, so your friend is going to come over and jump up and down on the bed. Hey, baby. I didn't know that. And jumping? Oh, God. Soaking is where you put your penis in the vagina, but you don't You don't have sex. Weird. You keep it still. But if you have a friend you can rely on, so jump on the bed, and you're not the one doing it. You're not the one that's <laughs> moving around in the vagina. Yeah. It's the bed being moved. Right. You're a victim. That's how you get you're both, a good Mormon. You're both a victim. It's a Mormon. He, you know, he said to her, he goes, hey, baby, I'm going to sit at your salt lake. I, what I heard was, hey, baby, I'm going to sit at your salt lake. City, your salt lake. That's how they talk dirty in Salt Lake City. That's pretty good. You know what's built around a salt lake? That would get me soaked. <laughs> so they're at the wedding, right? Robert Forrester's slinging barbecue. There's a split second where it, it I think it fades to that scene, and he's looking down but sort of towards the camera it is robert forrester it is okay and then he turns to hand a guy a big rack of ribs and like the smoke comes up he gives is this a guy that's going to divide the ribs up or is this just some guy who's come up no i'm here for the rack of ribs for food and he goes okay here's a 17 pound rack of ribs (laughs) it's it's like uh, the flintstones and you're gonna eat it all yeah and he topples over you know what you know what can I ask you a question? It would be really good, maybe, because I have no memory of the middle 40 minutes, and I'm wondering if maybe it's my fault that I didn't like it and the movie's actually really good. It's like a, a movie version of the video. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my sugar fly. Sugar fly? Butterfly sugar? You're my butterfly? Yeah. It's like that. Okay. But it feels like a fantasy. Where Robert Robert Forster is the star, and he cuts ribs. No, that's the thing, though. It sounds pretty good. Why is he in this? Do you think he was smoking dogs? He's smoking meat? Smoking dogs? I mean, it's year 2000. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's on bad TV shows on the USA Network. I don't know. That, you don't just get him to slang beef for, like, 2.3 seconds. Maybe he was in town, like, hey, we'll give you your day rate of $8. Oh! You get him so that Adam Treese can walk up with a glass of champagne. This is right after Jackie Brown. Spits life game to him. Hey, young man. Yeah, it is. Because we even, that's later. So they're sitting at a table. And he notices while they're doing the thing that Rodham Mitchell's there. Yep. And then when he's sitting at the table with Mia Kirshner, Rodham Mitchell pops up. Okay, I remember this part. And Mia Kirshner knows her. They friend. Jojo used to work with me at the ranch. What? Okay. I mean, uh, friends. Explain. I don't know. I don't know. By the end of the movie, we say, what? Jojo don't know. That's a bunch of weird shit (laughs) that comes up here. So she goes, this is my boy. And and she goes, yeah, I I know. And he goes, Jojo's the girl who told me about Pamela. She goes, so... She's the girl who... It's a small world. Oh, well, this is awkward. Oh, do you love her now? We see them hanging out once thereafter, all three of them. Are they all wearing cool hats? Cool bowler hats? Yeah. Green bowler hats, the three of them? Yeah. And then Rada gets dropped off by Mia Kirshner to go to a wedding with... Adam, Adam Trees, and they do, and then they're back at somewhere. Wearing the hats. He's all, like, into her, you know, and he's, like, leaning in, and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, 
I don't know, like, can we do this finally? Let's or... find it really intriguing. I realize we've never had sex for the multiple months that we were hanging out before. So I'm kind of wondering now that you're back, maybe we should seal that deal. And she's like, no, man, you've got a girl. And, but I love you. And listen, I don't have vagina. Hey, I told you. My vagina is dying. Because I am an angel, but also dying. Yeah. Who shows up, though? Mia Kirshner? She pulls up in her cowboy truck. She's like, I feel like I'm interrupting something. You're not interrupting anything. Are you into Rhonda Mitchell? No. Mm -hmm. Should I be? I felt like I was in eighth grade all over again. When she says to him, she says, do you love her? Dude, she once again puts everything out there. She's like, listen, I can't handle heartbreak. I chose you and you told me you love me. Tell me if you're not going to love me because I can't live like that. I need you to be with me. Should I be jealous? Of course not. If you can't be with me, I'll fucking die. So tell me now. She's like, look, I'm offering you a good looking lady and like yes. a stable job. Uh-huh. That <laughs> Oh, is that a pun? Stay shit. That's good. Pun alert. Inadvertent pun. Basically, I'm giving you a really good next rest of your life. Yeah. Are you in deal or no deal? And he goes, I don't know, baby. Are you sure about that, Danny? Look. She goes, well, get the fuck out. But she doesn't because there's no swearing. And he leaves. Is there no swearing? None. It's PG. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, and and he's just, like, bummed, you know? But then Ron Mitchell comes to see him. In the hat? And says something. I have to pee. And she collapses. What? She doesn't collapse. Yeah, they take her to the hospital. No. Yeah. He runs away with her before they collapse. Oh, that's right. Oh. Chooses Rhonda Mitchell. She goes, I came here to say goodbye. Just like that? Just like that. And he goes, well... So where are you going? I have to go. I want to go with you. You can't come with me. She's like, mm, yes. So they're, they're driving down the road uh, in a convertible. It's beautiful out here. You see for days. And he has a real world traveler moment where he sees Mia Kirshner standing in the weeds on the side of the road. And she's giving him a real come-hither look. Um, uh, I'm pining for you. Uh, I miss you kind of a look. And he looks at Rada Mitchell and she goes, what's wrong? Are you okay? And then we see that he's seeing Kirshner now and they crash. No, they don't. They stop for gas. I'm just testing it. And again, we see Freddy. What's up, Freddy? Now you're working at the uh, convenience store. He goes, you work here too? He goes, yeah. Got laid off from the grocery store. Because he was biting fruit. Remember, he picked up one of the pear and sticking it back in the pear pile. And then Trace looks at the product he's holding and he goes, and he puts it down. Does he? Yeah. It's like, is there a bite taken out of it? No. Then it's fine, you moron. Christ. And and he and he looks at the TV and he and he goes, Holy shit, that's me on TV. And what's the girl's name? Mia Kirshner? What's Mia Kirshner? Oh, that's a good question. Because JoJo is... It ain't JoJo. No, it ain't JoJo. What if it was Ajaj? <laughs> really drive home the fact that she's the um, Candace, apparently. I don't remember that ever coming up. That's me and Candace. Candace Bergman? Bergen. Bergen? Yeah. Candace is a real cowgirl name. Is it? Yeah. Is it, though? it is. You don't think so? Candy is 
Not for kids. No, no, you don't go there. You go dice. So he's freaking out. Why am I on TV? He goes, dude, that's General Hospital. And then they cut to the real view of what's actually on there. And then they come back to him hallucinating, him in candid. There's just cowboying. A line formed behind him. Uh-huh. The girl's in a wedding dress. And Freddie, he goes, makes a mistake and he goes, Oh, poops. You hear, remember that when he said that? Yeah, he says, oh, say that again. Oh, poops. That's the cutest thing. That's what Candace says. And, uh, a bad habit. <laughs> Sounds gonna What? Get- and then... I picked the wrong girl. And then Rhonda Mitchell collapses. She dies right in front of me. No, she doesn't. They take her to the hospital, and they're like, she's got angina. Oh, poops. Do, do they? No, they don't. <laughs> You're doing all that jazz? Yeah. They don't specify. They're like, she's dying of some weird disease that only affected angels, but this is a real woman, so it can't be the case. Wait a minute. She doesn't have a vagina. Yep. And, and they go... Don't worry, house is on the way. He's going to come in, he's going to think he knows what it is and treat it, and then she's going to get better, but then she's going to relapse even harder, and then he's got to really think about what it is. And then somebody's going to say something that's seemingly unrelated, but triggers the the revelation. And yeah, um, she's dead, though. She died. And and me and Kirsten are there like, what? I thought it was just a vagina thing. (laughs) (laughs) And then Adam Treese is like, listen... I know that I ran away with Robin Mitchell. She goes, wait, what? I thought you were just thinking. <laughs> the whole time, I realized that when I saw a shooting star, I prayed for something real, and I don't pray. And then after I prayed for something real, I looked up, and there you were. Will you take me back? Yes, I will. Marriage. At the wedding? What did we see at the wedding? Freddie. Bitch brought us back. Freddie's playing the piano. Is he? He's the piano player, and he sings slightly off camera. Yeah. And then Rod and Mitchell pops up. And you're like, what? I thought Ryan was dead. Yeah, and he, and he even says that. He goes, uh, I thought you were dead. And she's like, um, no. Okay, bye. What you want? And then Mia Kirshner comes up like, who are you talking to? No, come on. What is the conversation? She's like, uh, he's like, are you an angel? And she's like, I thought you didn't believe in that. And she's like, listen, I'm not your angel. Mm-hmm. And Mia Kirshner comes up and he's like, oh, my God. She's, she's Mia Kirshner's angel. Mm-hmm. She's gone. Who are you talking to? Uh, Was that another girl? <laughs> and then somebody rings a bell, and he goes, "They got their wings." Yeah. And then, and then, and then, their wedding. A guy grabs him by the shoulders, and he's like, "This is when the audio got off. It was like off at this point." Hey, you on YouTube? And he goes, "It was off for a long time." He's shaking him. He goes, "Hey, man, you know, don't mess this one up or something." I'm like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" That should have been Robert Forrester. <laughs> I was going to say, was it Robert Forrester? Yeah, that was some idiot. It looked like Homeboy from um, the aer- airport scene in World Traveler. James LeGrosse? But like the, the poor man's James LeGrosse. So like Max Perlick. Did I tell you I watched Gleaming the Cube the other night? Man, you're always talking about Gleaming the Cube. One final scene. Oh, oh, the post-credits? You get, no, you get one credit card. Credit cards? It's black. Yeah. Driving. It's Lost Highway. It's JoJo and Freddy. Oh, God. Whoa. Revelation. Wow. They... I am having acid trips. Are they fucking? No, nobody fucks in this movie. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Hey, boss, where are we going next? How does Vegas grab you? And he says, By the boo boos. He doesn't say that. No, he doesn't. And then the car, like, drives off the road and flies up to heaven. <laughs> oh, wow, man. Just like uh, Grease. Yeah. And the Heavenly Kid, maybe. That's where they got it from. I, I heard. I don't know. This movie sucked. Yeah, it was terrible, man. So bad, dude. 
Fuck the writer director. That right, that guy sucks. But like I said, you have money to make this piece of shit. It's like frustratingly watchable. Yeah, because you can just ride that train all the way to the end. Yeah, it's so fucking milk toast. How is she in JoJo's life? JoJo used to work with me at the ranch. Yeah, I still miss the kids. Oh, you gotta come back. No, no, seriously, they miss you so much. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of getting situated at the moment. Because what is what? She's clearly real because the doctor is like, she's dead. Yeah. What do they do with her body? Remember when she's like whispering sweet nothings to people and comforting them? Like, oh, what did she say to you? I don't know. Her words made me feel good. Ancient philosophers believe that there was a language that was spoken by angels and it couldn't be translated or repeated because it was only understood by the soul. Oh, fuck off. So what do you give Rada? <laughs> Oh, fuck. I hate her character. She's fine. She's okay. Six? She's fine. Because I love her, I'm going to go with a six. I think this movie sucks. Yeah, it's total shit. But I think she, she does whatever she can within it. Even She even wears that dumb hat. Yeah, we gave her a six? To, collectively? Do you give her a six, too? Yeah. Okay, yes. Oh, please tell me you're right. Because I love her. And you said you don't love her. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love her. I said, what? You're right. Listen, I, I have, I'm on three glasses of wine. Have I shown you this glass? Yeah, it's your rough and tumbler. I got this for Jenny. Can you see what's wrong with it? It's the Real Housewives of... I, you know what I could? If you actually display it in a way that I could read it, like facing me. I got her. Atlanta? Oh, why did you get that? I, or, I personally ordered this for you. you're drunk? You can, you can write whatever you want on it, right? And you spelled it wrong? And I said, the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And then it came and it said Atlanta. That's and I said, I, I spelled it wrong. But it, it took me several times of her drinking wine out of it. And then she says, but does it say that? But it's funny, though, because it could be because you're drinking. Atlanta. Like it's a joke. Yeah. Oh, it's because I get drunk in there. I can't read it. It's spelled wrong. That's good. You know, that's what you should tell people. Do you give this movie a one? <laughs> God. <laughs> it's weird because even now I can remember it so vividly. Talking about the watchability. And there are movies that I like that I can't recall. Yeah, man, I'm going to give it a two. Oh, man. Boy, it's, you know what? It pretty much all hinges on Freddy. Honestly, they were right in implementing him as five different characters throughout the whole movie. I wish they had not had that final scene of the two of them, though. That's. Yeah, just... Oh, this movie sucks. That's so bad. Yeah. Oh, did you give it a two? Yeah. Because I'm going wa- to watch it again. You're going to watch it again? When I'm married. Oh. You know? And I'm dying. Oh, you're dying. And this I need like inspiration a... to get me through. You said you're going to watch Static again when you're on your deathbed. So it's all going to happen while I'm dying. Oh, fuck. Two. Two seems rough, man. Really? I thought that was high. I thought you were going to go, man, oh. Two, that's too high. What are they? Monument Avenue is three, right? I think I gave it a four and you gave it a three. You kind of like Monument Avenue. I don't understand. I don't know what to rate it, man. I can tell. I can tell. No. I'm going to start crying. Three. I'm going to give it... Uh, I could almost give it a four or three. It's so bad. Oh, you're going to go with a no, four? I'm going to give it a three. Nope, I'm going to give it a three. Because I, I hate it a lot. Why would you have gone with a four? Because you gave Kent State a six, right? Yeah. And this is... Only two behind Kent State? <laughs> three. Three. Calm down. You said drunk. Four. Drunk. I said I could give it a four. Okay. Three. Rada, do you want to tell us about why you chose this? I think it's because, Rada, you're an actor. It was a job. It was available. This is what your career is. You do lots of things. You do some interesting movies and some that are going to be really hard for us to get through. This movie deserves bad things. 
Tune in next week for Nobody's Baby with Skeet Ulrich and Gary Oldman. God. Gotta be better than this. If for no other reason than Skeet Ulrich and Gary Oldman get to act. Terrible concept, but it's gotta be good. I don't know anything about it. I'm going at these cold at this point. Hey, Skeet. Skeet. I'm gonna raise this baby. Him and Gary? Is Rod Mitchell the mother? I think they're criminals. I don't think so. Huh? Well, I guess we'll find out. There's some movie when I was little where, like, two little kids find, like, a fucking baby... In a cave or something. The Little Kidnappers. I never watched that one, but... Alright, tune in next week for Nobody's Baby. This movie fucking sucked. Hey, can you fucking call the hotline and mm-hmm. tell us you like this movie? 763-634-1897. Or maybe you watched it? Or here's what you do. Call the hotline and play a copy of My Palakari. Oh, we're going to hate you so much. Imagine if they got My Palakari and they're just laughing about how they have a copy of it and we don't. Wob and Jason. <laughs> Jules. See you next week with... God save him from his existence. And so me, my life is horrible. I'm all right. Arrivederci, baby. I said, oh, you know what? When they run into Rodham Mitchell, they're at an outdoor wedding. His wedding was outdoor, too, but it was at night. This one's during the day. So I'm like, that's prime barbecue time. That's prime barbecue time.